Well, the greatest thing I'm learning right now is there's no need to add these visuals to the words. It's the combination of hearing something and then reacting in a positive way or just trying to make sense with the visual to support the words and vice versa. Or is it the need to match what you mean to what you say so your words have meaning? Is that what I'm trying to accomplish here? I don't know. It's kind of abstract. But what I am understanding and what is very cool is I don't have to keep adding to the YouTube videos. The podcast is the talking, so the visual and audio triggers have been taken care of. Next step is to link the YouTube videos and that means finding the one on Mars and that means going back to Twitter because if there's a buzzword and I hear it and I have a flashback but a good one where I remember something I created so my voice over their voice my ideas over their ideas then I will listen and read and along the way maybe I'll find the poetry that was created instead of self-harm. For the first time I told somebody that that's what I'm doing and that's the most private thing I can share with anyone. I've only shared my writing with one person I mean, with one person, and then somebody else ended up stealing my writing, but that's a whole nother story. I think what this comes down to is when you have more skills, you have more options. So I don't need to link the YouTube video to the memory. And maybe that's why I haven't been able to do it since I know that this isn't going to be effective. It's just spinning your wheels, trying to figure out what is the way to organize this. I think the most important thing is to find that poetry. And in order to do that, I have to touch the things in my office. Paper, trail, turn into a digital trail. But most importantly, just what to do with all this. You know what? Is it that much? Maybe it's not as much as I think it is. And yet it feels like a lot. Anyway, I guess the best place to start is at the beginning. In this lesson plan, you will learn how to describe triggers, isolate the sensory, and know what to do in most situations with trauma. Whether you've experienced it or not. In this lesson, you will learn, <laughs> no, I'm not a teacher anymore. Stop it. In society, what we can do to really assist those struggling with mental health, which to me is all about self-regulation, inability to know what to do. To think that if I posted something in the universe, a picture of something cool I saw, or where I'm going to, to practice getting out of my house and anticipating the memories flooding in as I come back because Neptune's still alive, not noted and not knowing that it was going to get a lot worse once he was. Then yes. All right, this podcast is shifting quickly to domestic violence, and the internet is where I'll be posting all of the education healthcare things, because that's where I can connect with people that can actually do something, because I'm just a lowly special educator. I have no power. Just your special friend, special helper that's supposed to fix everything. And instead, I got to see behind the scenes. All right, the next thing you're going to hear are some TV movie sounds and the memories that flood up, because you hear something and I chose to say something instead of letting the memory just spiraled. Yet I really couldn't keep it in any way. That's the difference with chronic pain because the thought alone creates more pain. To have to repeat to the doctors over and over what the pain feels like was reliving the pain because I'm like, you're making me say this over and over. This is the fourth time I've explained it to this team of doctors. How about I explain it once, you guys write it down and then you read it. And that was the realization. Oh, they didn't read it. Some people read things. They didn't read it. The doctors didn't read. So they just, you know, did their normal thing because they know that they can create a story that will be accepted widely. Like, if you are a trauma victim, you will always be a trauma victim. Not true. I never even identified as one until I started thinking SVP, SVP, s'il vous plaît. If you please, get off your knees. There will be no begging. Who am I talking about? Oh, survivor victims and patients. Okay. I'll identify as a patient because I am. I have a neurologist. I have specialists. I'll identify as a patient, sure. And then the word patient. Patience is power. It's a virtue to have so much patience. Until you realize you're just being gaslit. All right, let's start with one of my 
blind student who was blind, profoundly and severely disabled. Because what care concern and daily bedtime reading enabled me to realize is I need to get home before dark because those were the words. Go to the park, come home before dark in the very first place was the park. So let's start there at the website. Parkside of Old Town and Near North Communities. I wanted to state where I lived even though it was terrifying because to get back one's life one should be able to say I live in Chicago and that was the first trigger when I could not identify where I live. I realized oh my goodness the fear is overtaking me. And what was the circumstances, the situation, the experience that made me realize the city is the problem? Well as I'm walking home I'm walking toward my building and I'd never seen a police officer so close to my home kind of berating an old man who was on the sidewalk and who clearly this man on the ground who clearly had a little problem couldn't stand up was dizzy was not feeling good this cop was berating him are you on drugs are you drunk went literally behind me. on the same street less than 20 feet away is this person in an ugly sweater running towards us in the middle of the street coming out of a trolley with an alcoholic beverage anyway the cop did nothing said nothing to this person and i started realizing hmm it's coming closer and closer to my home, this type of behavior, the hypocrisy. One was an old black man, and one was, well, who do you think was running in the street drunk <laughs> in an ugly Christmas sweater? The next day, I decided to get a Kubaton and was beginning to create weapons. I'm like, what is going on? I'm going to war. I have fear. Fear of a cop. Fear of people making poor decisions. Fear of people choosing to focus on this poor guy who needs help. And the person being unsafe. Anyway, this is the C for tit for tat, the tit nepotism was popping up pretty quickly all the time but this was when my body i think accepted holy shit this is gonna get dark okay abuse of power and neglect of power because i'm a mandated reporter for abuse and neglect of power excuse me mandated reporter of neglect and abuse period anyway my miscues are important because i don't miscue anything i'm so aware of my thoughts and i loved teaching because it gave all those really difficult memories a place to go every day you truly can put every trauma into something wonderful and i did that with education and we're gonna pick up where i left off thank you you guys write it down and then you read it and that was the realization oh they didn't read it some people read things hello sweetheart uh hey siri rewind 10 seconds hello sweetheart see the look in his eye he's like fucking charles manson i'm just gonna get this out that was this birthday party this person invited me to. And when I entered, all these people were sitting at a table. None of them got up to say hello. None of them talked to me. But the person who looked at me and followed me with their eyes, I will never forget it. Hey, Siri, pause. All right, so the one, two, kick, punch, choke, whatever combo is you have to recognize it's a slingshot boomerang effect. So if you realize the path trauma travels in, it's... A lot easier to visualize it. Uh, anyway, I'll be documenting as I think of it. So the first thing is emotion will pop up and then catch the thought. Whatever you're thinking in that moment with the emotion is super significant. And in data, what's considered significant means you hold the thought and it will connect. Well, with me, it's sensory. But with you, it might be something different. I don't know. You should isolate the sensory first because... I'm pretty certain that's the travel path for everything we need to know to end, well, suicide. We start with the worst first. Thank you. And that's the cue, slingshot, like a boomerang going boom. Back to your lying teeth, don't speak, because Neptune and I around the planets we zoom. Oh my. And that, at the end, that's because of the one, two, punch, kick, choke uh, combo.
I am sometimes not struggling for air, but the reminder to breathe. So listen, you can hear yourself breathing now. Couldn't before. In the past, I would blow my hair. So the visual would be, my hair is blowing, I'm breathing. Thank you.